So welcome along to A Story to Tell with me, Richard Bovelson. This is mainly taken from my radio bar show every Thursday morning from 10 until 12. If you do like it, don't forget to subscribe, share it to others, and let everyone know all about Radio Bath. Hope you enjoy it. So welcome along on Radio Bath today on A Story to Tell. We have the lovely Kate Harbour here with me, Richard Bovelson. She's going to be here until 12 o'clock. She's been the voice of Wendy on Bob the Builder for 25 years now, as well as Timmy's mum on Shaun the Sheep, as well as many other things as well. So welcome to Radio Bath, Kate. How are you today? Oh, I'm actually really well. Thank you very much, Richard. Now, you are via Zoom today, and yes. you are, it looks like you're surrounded by a quilt, if I'm honest with you. Yes, I know. It does look a bit like that. This is my booth, um, my fantastic booth that my husband managed to put together for me. Fully soundproofed, you know. Um, and thank goodness he did, because uh, when lockdown happened, I was able to actually carry on recording. So that was fantastic. But yes, it's it's my little booth, and this this curtain here has just added extra sort of protection padded cell. Luckily, um, he has actually given me some air. Okay. Uh, so there's a little button here that I can switch, which gives me air so so I don't pass out. So anyway, so it's all really handy. <laughs> yes. I, I, I did hear of a lot of people going into cupboards and putting like blankets over their head to try and get the soundproofing Indeed. sorted. That's, uh, have you ever That's gone right, down that yeah. route? No, I, I haven't. Um, the thing was, I, I, I was always... Um, a bit sort of no, I, I can't possibly, I can't possibly do that. Um, I always go to studios um, yeah. and let let the professionals deal with the sound, uh, as as is my preferred option anyway. But um, yeah, I this 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 was put together and I was able to to crack on. Um, yeah. Lost my train of thought now. That's Sorry. okay. It's not a problem at all. It's uh, the <laughs> wonderful world of sound boothing. It really is. Sound um, boothing, yes, indeed. There's lots of professionals out there that would do it. And um, the thing is, is that there's a lot of people that did it um, with the duvet thing. And um, it, it was okay for a time, but yeah. the duvet doesn't really cut it unless you're away or something and, and you've got portable portable kit, which is quite spectacular. Um, that can still work. And that's absolutely fine. Lots of people do it. Absolutely. Um, but uh, it, it is better to have a, a sort of, as they say, kind of dead, dry sound. And uh, I'm very lucky that, um, in fact, you know, the, the report's coming back saying how marvellous it was and is. So I'm very happy about that. Um, you, you do sound very clear today. So that's always a good, very clear, a good start. Clear and crisp. Very <laughs> how are you feeling today about, because... You know, I, I spoke to Pavel Douglas recently, who I know you know yes, as well. Yes, glorious Pavel, yes. He's, he is uh, very theatresque and beautiful with it. Oh, he um, is beautiful, yes. He is a beautiful <laughs> man, isn't he? Yes. He is indeed. <laughs> um, and he was saying about the fact that it was quite strange for him being on as himself rather than yes. being an actor. How do you feel today about being Kate today? Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I think since turning 50, um, I've decided to just own it. And go, oh, get over yourself. I mean, the the thing, you know, getting on camera, um, it's uh, it, it is awkward. You do get self conscious, but you've just got to try and remember to just keep going. And yeah, it is awkward. I'm much better when I'm in a in a character. Much, yeah. I'm I'm totally happy there. Um, nobody really likes the sound of their own voice. Well, do they? Do Do you like the sound of your voice? No, I, very I, nice I've voice. Been... 
I've been, thank you very much. I've been a dance teacher for 25 years. Yes. And I've been doing the radio for quite some time. And I, you know, during lockdown, we recorded, I think it's about 250 videos. So right. I edited myself, you know, for hundreds and hundreds of hours. Yes. So I kind of got used to listening. You got used to, to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> but yes, I am much happier behind a character. Um, so, and in a way, you kind of almost put put on a. I'm not. I'm being me now, but I, I am. I am a bit self conscious, which is ridiculous. But I, I don't know. It's all part of the part of the magic, isn't it? Really, it is quite strange. Again, I, I know when I'm on stage. If anybody hears me doing this on stage, mm. if I go into one of my voices, so if I start <laughs> doing impressions myself, I have some terrible impressions of of uh sean connery for instance is one of oh, mine on. where i start going my sean connery voice um <laughs> it's not that great but if ever i start going down that route i yeah. know it's because i'm feeling uncomfortable yeah. and i want to hide behind a character yeah i don't know whether i do consciously do that but i do i do find myself there was once when i, I was at a conference and um i was surrounded by these fabulous voice artists um and i was I don't know why, but I, 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 t I always speak in silly voices at home and I found myself doing it there and I got some really funny, odd comments as, as if to sort of say, oh, stop showing off, you know, and oh God, here come the voices. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, oh, don't do, don't crush me, please. <laughs> it, 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 it just is part of me. It's just who I am. I would just do that, you see. And, uh. I don't know. It's it's because for me it's it's what it's a feeling inside. It's a feeling for me. Now um, for the benefits of the tape, that was Kate doing a voice. It wasn't all <laughs> of a sudden the the speed of everything going up very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Quite <laughs> right. How do you actually feel? I mean, you must have that scenario where people look at you and go, ah, you're a voiceover artist. You've been Wendy for 25 years in Bob the Builder. Mm. Can you do the voices? Because, and the reason I say that is my my wife, she studied Japanese. Oh, and wow. everybody then says to her, oh, go on, speak Japanese. Yeah. And she got to that point where she never speaks Japanese anymore. Oh, it's such a shame. Wow, yeah. she should. Yeah, her, her, our daughter does persuade her to do it on the odd occasion. Oh um, gosh, she should she just keep should keep going because it's just fantastic, isn't it? Apparently, it's really good for the brain as well to to a learn a new language, but mm. also just to keep it going. And um, it's we never we don't know the workings of our brains, do we? Uh, no. Properly, no, no one. Um, and so I think anything that we can do to increase the um, vibrations of good stuff um, is is worth doing. So how do you feel about when people say, oh, do Wendy for us then? Well, I don't mind really, Richard, because, um, you see, <laughs> you didn't know I was going to make an appearance today, did you? I Love didn't, know. I mean, no, no. But anyway, I, I, I sent a message yesterday. Well, I don't actually know when it was. Um, to, to Neil. Uh, oh, sorry. No. <laughs> Scrap that. Bob. Bob the Builder. Yes. Um. <laughs> my partner in crime <laughs> and and uh, you know i i felt much better when i was actually doing it as wendy um, and 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 dizzy made an appearance as well you see <laughs> and and then and it helped me to make the message because otherwise i'd have been in my room for hours now this was on loose women wasn't it yeah yeah <laughs> it was bonkers I, I was given a ring light for christmas okay because i'm thinking 
I need to brave it and and do the whole TikTok thing and go, yeah, that that was that was me, that was me, that was me, you know, and all of that. Yeah. So and make make it sort of entertaining and 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 things. And because I realise that you have to be, you know, um, a bit more visual um, to, for people to find you or know who the hell you are. Um, and and get more work really ideally that's the whole point um and um so I got this ring light and I, I hadn't opened the packet <laughs> and then I was told well, would you like to come on and and do that and surprise Neil and I went yeah sure yeah yeah I, 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 so I got in the booth I did a whole a little skit and I sent it in I was proud of myself and they went yeah that's really nice but we actually wanted a video uh oh god God, <laughs> so I had to go upstairs and and do it, and it took me forever because I'm just not used to it. Um, uh, and because it was me, you know, it wasn't a character. I think if I was a character or a part, I'd I'd, I'd be okay. Yeah. Um, but for it, just I'm just yeah, it, it wasn't comfortable. But then my husband kept coming up into the room and saying, "Look, for goodness' sake, just why don't you just." be Wendy and Dizzy and do it that way. So I rethunk my <laughs> my script and um, came up with that. But it just, and then it was fine. Then mm. it was fine and I just got on with it. And I actually enjoyed it. And that's the key, isn't it? You've just got to blooming enjoy things. Very much so. I turned 50. yourself from it. I turned 50 myself this year. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's definitely a milestone because at some point I feel like I should grow up. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. I think I've always been kind of quite young at heart, really. I, my husband says I'm five, but um, <laughs> or four, as uh, sometimes he does when he's feeling nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I it just yes. I mean, for goodness' sake, life's too serious as it is. So I think if you can, if you can keep that humour and keep that term. Uh, air of wonder and stupid silliness i think it helps you along doesn't it really very much so i mean i i have the pleasure of running a business i was chatting to somebody the other day about that you know the reason we run a dance business is not yeah. to make it shed loads of money because we don't we you know i make enough yeah. out of it but it's not to make mo loads of money yeah. literally the reason why i do it is to make people happy Yes. And I've been running so many events recently where you look around and you've just got thousands of people over the last month or so mm. smiling. And, yes. and that's really fulfilling to know that you're putting stuff on that makes people smile. Absolutely. And you know what? That is that is classic because a few years ago, um, uh, the sort of I went for a coffee with some mums because, yes, I'm, I'm a mum uh, to my gorgeous Jack. Um, and he um you know the mum circle uh, and that fantastic supportive group of, of of ladies um and there was one social occasion where you know we we're having coffee and everything and um they started talking about the jobs they were doing and, and there's a teacher and then there's a nurse and then there's um all people doing really important jobs really important jobs working every single day um the, and the daily grind and all of that I actually, I had a bit of a crisis moment. I, I cried. I left there. I just, I because I felt like an idiot. I, I just, I said to myself, I'm, what the hell am I? What, what the hell am I? What have I got to offer? What am I doing? And then somebody, very kindly, just said, for God's sake, Kate, get over yourself. The thing is, what, what do people, 
want to do. They want, when they've had a bloody hard day, they want to come back and have a laugh, don't they? Or they want their children to be entertained and have a, you know, um, watch something together with the kids um, and be entertained. So that's my function. And I suddenly went, oh, thank God. Yes, of course. I mean, it, it's obvious, isn't it? But you don't feel it. You don't absolutely realise that 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 it is a valuable a valuable thing um, because I suppose we're not necessarily uh, the arts, as you know, um, overly valued um, anyway. Especially with all the cuts and all that. I'm not going to get political, but it's rubbish. Um, and the arts need supporting because we support everyone else. We also bring in a lot of revenue, actually, but. Um, you, you know that that gets uh, that gets wafted aside. I mean, I, I don't know whether it goes back to, you know, when actors, you know, actors used to be the sort of, you know, in the very old days, used to be yeah. the lowest of the low. Is is it that? Is it is it you know, and what do you do for your day job type thing? It's a full time blooming occupation. Yeah, chasing chasing the work, um, researching, uh you know, making yourself the best you can be, training, um, because it's a, you know, there's a lot of competition out there, but you also, you just got to be good. Absolutely. I, I've had many people say to me, because we run our dance class in the evening, and yeah. they say, right, so you just turn up for the three hours and then go home. What do you do the rest of the time? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that one. That old running the business and as you say training and just keeping yep. yourself up to date with everything that's going on that's um, it. takes quite a lot of work well yes. we're gonna have a little break for music uh, when we come back gonna Happiness. be chatting further with kate on radio bath bath and west wiltshire's radio bath so we're back it's me richard bowers i'm here until midday today with a lovely kate harbour and we're going to talk now about how you got started being a voiceover artist so tell us kate your journey well <laughs> My journey was, uh, I was born in Northamptonshire. Um, well, they spoke a lot like that. You're all mate. I'm just going down the pub for a pint. <laughs> I'm glad you understood that. <laughs> You're okay, okay. How's it going? <laughs> That's more of the old, old Northampton. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, that, there. Uh, then I went to um, the arts educational school. Um, my dad uh, my dad was an actor, so he it, it took him a lot to get us there. Um and it was a, a part vocation, part education school. So we did okay. half the day dancing um, and and drama and singing and all sorts and the rest, the education. Um, so then I went to the Central School of Ballet and I studied three years very seriously ballet. Wow. Um, and uh, also contemporary and jazz. Um, and I loved all of it. Um, I didn't quite have the right body shape. Let's put it this way. Celtic hips and goat's feet <laughs> did you say goat's feet said, it's just it's just an expression <laughs> because well you know the thing is well you must know about point shoes right yeah so you absolutely knacker your feet when you, you do you're wearing but <laughs> so... my, my wife my wife did ballet until she was in her early 20s oh and, well then uh, she'll know yeah and I, I i see her feet on a daily basis i'm sorry and yeah <laughs> and her, her toes are are yeah it's the one thing I, I really, I'm sorry, I really can't stand about my body, uh, but I'm very happy that I have feet and I have toes and I'm very grateful for that. You do. But Good. I don't particularly like the look of them. They're, they're a complete, yes. Anyway, why am I talking about my feet? 
We're on ballet, point shoes. Point shoes. <laughs> um, yes, anyway, so squidging your feet into point shoes, um, that was that's very, very hard. So um uh, I I did as best as I could, and I did get as far as I could. I mean, my legs were up past my ear rolls. Um, there are a few pictures actually out there. Um <laughs> I, I couldn't find. I was researching stroke stalking you. Oh, and I, I didn't find any of those pictures. Oh yes, yes, they're there. Um, but anyway, um, the 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 nice thing is that um, well, my first job actually was back end of Maggie the cow. Um, you know, start from the bottom and work your way up. Really, literally. Yes. Um, and then after that, uh, various other jobs and things and fantasies and stuff, as a lot of people do start off. Um. And then I was very lucky to get uh, an audition for Ken Hill's Phantom of the Opera. Okay. And uh, they wanted a ballet dancer for the part of what people might know as um, Meg in the, the other one. Um, Ken's was actually the original. Uh, that's another story. Hmm. Um, quite an interesting one, though. Um, and uh, so, yes, I, I started off, um, you know, in musical theatre, I suppose, properly, um, but as a dancer. Um, so it was a kind of nice little thing. My my father was actually in the same show, so it was a, a complete joy. And you were mentioning your lovely wife um, hmm. speaking Japanese. Yes. Well, we went to Japan, and it was the best. It was just the best thing ever. It was I. We were treated right royally. Um, they were so kind and so lovely, um, and it was just a, a real dream, you know, to go to Kyoto and uh, see the Bunraku. Uh, puppets and actually I, I mentioned to one of the so they call them presenters I mentioned to them I'd love to do you know I'd love to see some traditional dance whatever next day she'd organized a trip to see Mr Fujiman right <laughs> and uh, my father and I went and met this chap and he was wonderful and we had a tea ceremony and he told us taught us how to do the fan dance and the staff yeah. and all of that and oh my God, I mean, you know, dream come true to do something like that with your dad. Yeah. Um, a memory I treasure greatly. Anyway, so that's that's how I started. And I, all the while, though, um, since I was very small, I always mucked about with my voice. I I adored the Muppets and I kept doing impressions of people, um, you know, uh, Frank Spencer all those years ago and D Janet Brown and... Were you, were you that kid in the class that always did impressions? I don't know if I was. I can't really remember that exactly, but I probably was. I probably annoyed people. I do remember taking um, a, a hand puppet that my dad brought back once from LA because he was trying to get work out there. And um, he brought it back. And uh, I did halfway up the stairs in the classroom to, to my class. I mean, that's, yeah. that's quite interesting, isn't it, actually? That's quite brazen. Um, seven. I was seven. Wow. And I sang that song as Kermit with the with the puppet. Yeah. So I must have really I just really connected to them, to the, the characters. Yeah. And from then continually just I was making my parents laugh as well. You know, what you need to do really when things get a bit serious. So um, <laughs> that's kind of how the voices started. And 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 so then I um, at one stage just got an audition for something and made a tape. And it was just a book. I just read uh, a book. I think it was called The Ants. And I read, I read um, a, whole, a whole load of uh, dialogue from all these different characters and then sent it to somebody. Um, uh, Anthony van der Elst, I think is his name. Um, uh, an agent. And yeah. uh, he, he 
got me a job and, and the first audition that I got, um, I went along and I was able to do more than just the one voice, um, which was handy um, yeah. and always has been since then. And just gradually started getting the work um, okay. because people knew that I was I was capable of doing perhaps, you know, more than one voice, but also had a bit of character in there. And this and would have been the, in the 90s, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, I started uh, in 90, I graduated in 1990 and I pretty much started working. Um, yeah. I, I, I had my, <laughs> I had my moments of working in um, various other places and loads of out of work moments mm. as we continue to do. Um, but uh, yeah, between that spraying perfume for Estee Lauder um, and working in Nutrisystem Weight Loss Centre as the, as the receptionist, uh, who had no clue. I had no clue what to do. <laughs> I used to live off the freeze-dried boxes of food <laughs> that they would dish out because I was so poor. Um, and I was living in uh, Weymouth Street um, Hostel. Oh, I've got a really interesting story about that, actually. Go, Go for it. I, I just recently discovered an, a, a friend who I used to live with just for that year. And she she saw me on Loose Women. Right. Um, and she got in touch. And she said, you're not Kate Harbour, blah, 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 uh, Weymouth Street. I went, oh, Michelle. <laughs> and it was, it was her. And she, it was just so amazing to, to catch up. And suddenly I was brought right back to it. And she said, oh, my God, you were so thin. And I was, she showed me this picture. And I was, I was really, I was, you know, surrounded by people with that awful disease. And it nearly got me, anorexia. Right. As it, you know, it's very, very difficult um, uh, to, well, anyway, that's a, a, that's a, a, another story. But she she was lovely and she, she got me through that period of time. Um, and she just was great. And she said, oh, you know, I've really, really missed, uh, yeah, I, I've been thinking about you a lot over the years. And um, I, it's just so amazing. I used to think of you as my little sister. Oh. And it's just really special uh, to suddenly, wow, you, you know, that seems such a long time ago. Yeah. Um, the early days of, of actually going to Central. And um, I think it was the first year. So it was all very new. And I was like, yeah, I'm determined, determined to be a ballet dancer and yeah. be stick thin and, you know, that whole conversation. I mean, the pressure that is applied to, to ballet dancers to be the right shape is unhealthy. There's no um, other way to say yes, it. Yes, it really is. Uh, uh, you know, it's such a difficult balance uh, for for people who are, you know, training you. Mm. Um, but I think in the past people have really, it, it, it's it's not been good. I mean, we were weighed, you know, and on a Monday. Um, and it was just, I think that the, I, I watched a documentary the other day, actually, about about all of this and. Um, ballet schools and uh, them getting it wrong, unfortunately, yeah. um, and really ups uh, really affecting people. And oh, um, it's 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 very difficult to talk about because I, I do, I, I I had oh I don't know I don't want to get all emotional. Stop it. Um, That's okay. Uh, so that I had two friends in 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 um, college and. Um, they were both, they had both come from Arts Ed, actually. Uh, so I knew them very well. Um, there was one day, though, when 
we were doing ballet class and I was placed in between the two of them. And you know how you do your your exercises on the bar, mm-hmm. <laughs> not the bar that people know, but the bar. And um, you're doing your plies and you're doing a releves, turn around and do the other side. Well, I was doing this and it just struck me, uh, apart from the fact that the music that was being played, by the way, was spectacular and always was thanks to philip feeney the most amazing pianist ever um we were so lucky in that regard um i got all emotional because i was looking at one person wasting away in front of me i could see all of her ribs and then i turned around and i saw the other one and they were both the same and they were killing themselves Mm. um and uh so the class was stopped because I was all emotional. And I, I basically said, look, um, I'm really upset because these, these girls need help and I don't know what to do. And I'm really upset. And I don't know. I, yeah, it's very difficult because I don't know whether it was handled correctly or not. Um, they did what they could at the time, but, um, it, it didn't go well. And unfortunately, once you get that disease, it's very difficult to kick it. Yeah. And unfortunately, they both lost the battle. That was so sad. At at different periods of time. And I was just devastated. Devastated. Um, so it, it is it is a bit of a a, a, a tricky area for, for me that mm. because, you know, I nearly I nearly got there myself had my parents not intervened. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could just take it takes anything at not just saying parents can intervene and that's it I'm, I'm just saying that my experience was that they recognized that me being in a hostel on my own um and going to class and, and it's a, a bit of an institution isn't it um mm. and really training very hard and and if you're not the same shape if you're not quite right if you've got wider hip bone structure if you've got any kind of puppy fat which you do at that age yeah you have to for growing um, and if you're told you need to, you know, thin out a bit or you need to, what is it, the expression that they use now? Um, I can't remember what they use. Get, get longer or something. I, I can't remember. Right. Um, lengthen or something. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, uh, it's, you know, that, that young brain really doesn't quite know what to do with that. And, and they just, they just go on a, on a ticket to nowhere. And I'm sure a lot of I'm sure a lot of parents can, <clears throat> as much as very few people will have a, a child that's at ballet yes. school, a lot of parents will have children, young adults that have gone off to university. Yes. And then all of a sudden you lose and you get disconnected from them. And you might yes. speak to them a couple of times a week and they say, yes, I'm great. But actually inside they might not be. Well, that's right. And 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 the, the scary thing is, is that when you're in a new situation and you're trying to strive to be independent, you are wanting to have control over your own life. And that control sometimes can be warped into, I'm going to control what I eat. Mm. Um, and that's just awful. It's just yeah. awful. And it's very difficult to um, flip that, flip your brain back into thinking more, uh, how do I put it? Um, more clearly, more, more, you know thinking of your health um it's it's a very weird thing you know you you get the sort of feeling of control um and because you're doing something that you is having an effect yeah and 
people all around you. This was reflected in this documentary. People all around you are are saying how marvelous you look and well done and mm. all these things. And of course, people at university as well and all of that. Now we have, of course, the social media side of things yeah. where you're supposed to be looking a certain way. Um, and it's there's a, there's a lot to deal with. It's a hell of a lot to deal with out there. And you know, you're having to deal with the education side of things as well, where you're having to tick a box rather than actually being nurtured into life and have life skills. When we're not, we're a bit lax with that. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, that I think I think really there are so many things that need to be addressed. But you know, people's well-being is should be uppermost because otherwise it'll, it'll it's it's not going to go in a good place and um, not going to have the people there to to service the industry that they want servicing absolutely <laughs> now one of the things you said very just very briefly is that your parents intervened and i think kind of that's the lesson from all of this to some degree is that as parents we shouldn't be afraid to make that phone call um, yeah. I've got two two of mine at, at university, and I, I speak to them as regularly as I possibly can. Yes. And you just hope they're always being honest with you. But um, you know, yeah. it's just be, having that communication. I think with your children is uh, is quite key. Oh, uh, we're going to have a little break for music. Uh, gonna, when we're going to come back, we're going to talk about Bob the Builder. Fabulous, and, um, something a bit lighter. lighter indeed, something. so back very shortly. Made locally in Bath. This is Radio Bath. So we're back. It's Richard Bovesan here until midday today with Kate Harbour, who is a voiceover artist. And we're going to talk now about Kate being on Bob the Builder as Wendy. So first of all, tell us, Kate, how did you get the gig? Well, um, I had already uh, worked with the fantastic Jackie Cockle, who was producing uh, and directing it. And I'd, I think I'd done um, uh, Okie Doke, um, which is a gorgeous little programme uh, of Cosgrove Hall, I think it was at the time. Um, and uh, so she she uh, she knew of me, obviously, um, at that point. Emma Chambers, uh, the late Emma Chambers, um, actually wasn't able to continue to do the job because she was originally going to be Wendy. Okay. But she got Notting Hill, um, and so she couldn't do it. So uh, because Jackie had worked with me before, she got me in, and I did a a, a lengthy audition. <laughs> where they said what they were sort of looking for and, you know, reflecting what they found that they liked. And and perhaps could I do a sort of basic northern voice, um, uh, sort of Lancashire, sort of, but it's it's a bit sort of generic, really. Um, and then asked me to do Dizzy the Cement Mixer and, and I came up for something with that <laughs> and then Pilchard and all that. And then I got the job and I could not believe it. Um, that, that, yeah, it was the best, the best day ever. Um, I, uh, it, it is such. It was such a fantastic job. I was so lucky, uh, just to have those coordinates to get to that point, and wallop, <laughs> there it goes. So I was really, really happy. Um, both uh, Neil Morrissey, um, just absolutely wonderful to work with. Hilarious ridiculous um anecdotes all the time <laughs> um and uh, and also rob rackstor was just hilarious himself brilliant brilliant voice artist rob and um and we just we just really hit it off we just, it, it was like a sort of family thing i mean we it, the 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 read throughs were the best 
Um, we were allowed to uh, read because that's the thing that we were all together is what I should explain. I was, I was going to ask about that because obviously yeah. you're you're sat there in your quilted booth today. Um, <laughs> but, but going, you know, were you in, all in a studio and then all recording it together yes. or would you all be there at separate times? How no, no, no. That, that it was very much Jackie's thing to make sure that we were all there together um, because when you have a, a read-through, um, we did it a, a little bit like a radio, hmm. you know, play. It, it, it was just... You know, we're riffing off each other and having allowed to ad lib and allowed to just be free with it and express ourselves with it. Um, and obviously, you don't go completely off piece, but you're allowed to let it breathe a bit. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the, you know, the expressions, the can we fix it? Yes, we can. And all of those things and just look, di different quirks that came out were sort of things that we did that were added in. Right. Um, and so that was the really wonderful wonderful part about it then we would go for a take and we would get all serious again and we would just nail it and we'd do pickups and then it would be fine and we'd go on to another another episode so i think we did about three a three a, in a session okay. i think um could have been four but um the thing was we were so we were so in tune with each other and so laid back that there were moments where um you know if, if there was something really exciting uh sports wise we would be we'd come back out and say what's the score <laughs> and so, all that so sort what of is stuff your, what is your sporting take then what are you football rugby cricket where are you none none okay <laughs> that's them it's oh, not you um yes no i was i'm more wimbledon okay <laughs> could you guess my standard rp accent um <laughs> yes of course i only like tennis no no i just i like tennis I just I don't know why I do tennis gymnastics uh gymnastics uh yeah tennis swimming love that diving mm -hmm. marvelous olympics love uh no the rest of it not really my bag right no not for you not for me but the other guys that they were into all of that oh yeah and um you know life events and things that were going on you know we would all sort of thing but the anecdotes were hilarious and when we had fantastic um uh other sort of celebs come in um to to work with us that was we were so giddy about it and so excited mm. but i the only person i managed to get a photograph because it it wasn't really we didn't really have uh phone cameras then no um uh the the only person i managed to get a photo of as evidence as it were was susie the wonderful susie quattro oh wow yes uh and so that was nice but um elton john was in with us <laughs> which was a bit clang that was a bit amazing um and apparently he was uh uh he was supposed to be john elton actually okay um <laughs> and he came in and he was so sweet and he sat next to me and i had a major pinch me moment when he he turned to me and he said so um is, do you think is that okay okay do you think that's okay i'm like um yes elton i think that's fine yes i'm uh, doing very well <laughs> but you know what the strange thing is for all of these celebrities, um, and it's something which I'm I'm learning more. You know, being on the radio and and interviewing a number of people that have been on TV and done a variety of different things. It's the yeah. thing that I'm realizing very quickly, and I know this is going to sound strange, but everyone is human, <laughs> and that everybody yes. actually gets quite nervous as well. Yes, they do. Um, yes, they do. And what you would have had is you'd have had your close knit community of you yep. neil and rob and you'd have yep. been the tight gang and then mm. everybody else that's coming in is an outsider to that and they would have mm. felt 
anxious and nervous. Yeah, exactly. And hopefully we didn't make them feel too anxious and nervous and, you know, got them in on the whole innuendo jokes and all of that, which were rife. Um, and there is a tape, but I don't know where it is. And don't ask me. <laughs> it's, yes. It's so Bob the Builder's been going for 25 years. Are they still yes. making episodes of it? Uh, do you know, I actually don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not no. sure because it was changed around um, in, uh, when was it? 2015, I think. Right. Or maybe slightly before then. I can't remember. Um, so they 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 binned us. Um, <laughs> no, they, they just decided they wanted to go in a different direction. Um, so they decided uh, to do it um, CGI, you know, 2D and all that. The, the journey with it for us, of course, started off with stop motion. Um, and uh, with Hot Animation, who were the best. Um, and uh, McKinnon and Saunders, who do all the puppets generally. Who I, I mean, they're just edible puppets, aren't they? They just yeah. are gorgeous. I'm such a fan. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, we, we started off like that. And then it, it was all then turning into sort of reduce, reuse, recycle mode which was wonderful. And that was the, the the premise. And also Wendy with a hard hat. Yeah. Women, you know, yeah. Um, with uh, equal rights, shall we say, mm -hmm. <laughs> run, basically running the, running the yard. Um, <laughs> right. um, so that, that was all cool. And then it, it gradually, then I think they, they went into a bit more CGI and they, they were sort of doing a few uh, things outsourcing and it started to change a little bit. Um, and we all, we could all feel it. Um, and there were times when we were then eventually just recording on our own, right. uh, coming in to do our bit. And it did feel very different. Um, it was just a different way of working. It was probably something to do with, I don't know, budget or or just a different direction they wanted to go in. Yeah. Um, and so then, yeah, then that was it. And then we found out that we weren't doing it anymore. Um, and then they were going in a different direction. Um, and and fine, you know that's that's. I was obviously at the time I was really bloody devastated. Yeah, of course. I don't I don't want to say goodbye to those no those friends, but actually, of course, you know you, you never really say goodbye because thankfully we were the original and we will ever be thus. And um, the best, of course. Well, obviously we call, we like to call it the golden years of Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the golden. So, so in those twenty five years you've been doing it, so I know you'd mentioned about gone to cgi and all of that type of thing but mm. how has the voiceover world changed in that time well uh it's changed on many levels um basically i don't get paid as much half as much as i used to um but that's just on on a basic level right. um you know used to get paid per episode um that doesn't happen anymore um you then it then it went into buyouts and and all of that, which means that you are paid for them to use, have the license to use your voice throughout um, continually uh, and on other projects and other things. Okay. Um, that's, that's sort of um, how it goes. I, I, um, and that, that, that's, that's, a, in a, that's everywhere. That's not just, that's not Bob, that's not anyone. It's just, that's the general rule um, yeah. now um, is that, is that the, the fee structure has changed. So basically there's not, lot of money involved um and uh what else i um yeah i don't really know what else to say i'm guessing you're doing more stuff remotely as well because you I, don't I, necessarily yes. have to travel no exactly well 
that that is happening. I mean, when I got um, Octonauts, which was um, a, an absolute dream for me, I had to do a voice match for uh, for the Vegemals. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I, I got that part and all those parts and suddenly lockdown happened. Mm. Uh, but I was able to do it. I was able to continue because I got the studio, thank God. Um, and also, um, Messi goes to Okie Doe. I've, I've recorded here. Um, and I wouldn't have been able to do that. Um, yeah. But uh, so on that score, that's that's changed for me because I I didn't really necessarily consider myself as a voice artist, a voiceover. I was more primarily an actor, right? Um, who who generally was recording in studios, and then suddenly had to do the thing. I'm I'm very happy that I can work from home. And I do on occasion, you know, do the medicals and corporates and a few. I think I did uh, a couple of sort of Suzuki idents. I did in between um, Gogglebox, uh, <laughs> which which was a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoyed that and various things. But I I don't um, currently uh, pursue those roles because um, well. I've got to up my game because I do have to, because uh, as I say, you know, the money isn't the same and the yeah. money isn't there. So, um, I, you know, as I, I've, I've said before, I've, I've diversed into, into, uh, doing a bit of coaching, um, in order to, you know, keep the pennies coming in. Um, and jobbing, as I would say, jobbing VOs work bloody hard. Mm. every day and they're constantly auditioning every single day it's a it's a full-time job just to keep that business keep that business afloat keep it going yeah and as you know yourself running any business is is actually really tough um yeah and it takes all your energy and all and and if if you're not necessarily a an organized strategic person uh i've noticed that i'm a bit sort of scattergun approach and I'm learning gradually after learning how to how to use logic and learning how to do all these tutorials and, and my god my I've tutorialed up to my eyeballs but it, uh, it has it, it's what you need to do to, yeah. to to keep trying to get those jobs and keep networking and it's very much more now I think that um it, it, a community uh, really um, they've got fantastic things like the voiceover network and gravy for the brain and various other uh, places where you can join up and be a member and then you get lots of webinars and fantastic workshops and things like that and it's lovely because it is creating more of a community and support network yeah. um, so I take my hat off to those guys who ran run those businesses um, because it it's it's fantastic and it's far-reaching as well because they can get to America and they can you know, we're, it's very much um, uh, helping the helping the, our friends across the pond to join up and vice versa. Well, I suppose that's the thing about being remote, though, is that you can record for anywhere. Yes. And anywhere in the world becomes your marketplace all of a sudden, which... That, uh... That's right. Yeah. I mean, I did a game um, where I was I was calling into L.A. and then they had a some, someone from Australia calling in, you know, it's all, all on the one call. Yeah. Uh, on Source Connect or you know, via Zoom and Source Connect or Clean Feed or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just fantastic. It's wonderful um, where you get that. And you can also do dubbing. You know, I've had Session Link Pro things come through here and 
doing some dubbing and dubbing auditions and all of that where, yeah, I'm, I was having to learn how to use the kit. Uh, hmm. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with it now. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I would so much prefer to go to a studio um, and be with an actual sound engineer who knows what they're doing, you know, and it's, it's their business. Uh, I, I think that has affected a, a lot of uh, people, actually, in that industry where they can work from home and they can dial in to people. But to actually go to a studio to be there um, and, and have, a, a, you know, the, the support and the brilliance of, of a, a really good sound engineer. Yeah. It just takes it to another level and it really is, it really is worth it. Um, I if think you're one on of the things, project. I think one of the things we did find in lockdown is that we definitely need social interaction. And I, I, I always go back to a story of Tom Jones on The Voice and he was talking about, when he met Elvis on a number of occasions. And the, my favorite question that I've ever heard in my entire life is somebody asked him, what did he smell like? And that's my favorite question ever. Oh, wow. Because Isn't you can't get that no. anywhere else. <laughs> so no, yeah, you can't. I'll, I'll, I'll ask the same question of you. What did Elton John smell like? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a very expensive, um... Cologne or something, a, a sort of Hermes or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember that. <laughs> but it's one of my favourite questions. But that's what we need from interaction. What did he smell it? like? Yes, what did he smell like? <laughs> um, we're going to have another little break for music. When we come back, we're going to be starting to talk about your acting for animation workshops and what you're currently doing. So uh, right back with Kate after this. Made locally in Bath. This is. Radio Bath. So we're back now talking to Kate Harbour, voiceover artist. We're going to talk about the workshops that you run now. So this is Acting for Animation. Yes. Tell us about them, Kate. Well, how funny you should ask me. <laughs> What's the chances? <laughs> how amazing. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm grateful to, to be able to tell more people about it. Um, because, you know, you never know. You, you, oh, I must be boring people with all of my adverts and things because, you know, you, algorithms and all of that. Hmm. You think people see them and they don't necessarily. No. Anyway, um, what is it all about, Alfie? Um, <laughs> I, I, this all started when um, I, I, had done a, I had done a course um, with Captivate Action and it was a mocap course with the wonderful Lyndall Brandt. Um, and uh, I got to know her. Um, and she then was recommending me to the Birmingham School of Acting uh, to perhaps go in and uh, talk about the facial capture and all of that. And I said, well, look, I've only done a, I, I can't do that. I've not, I've not done facial capture. I mean, you know, we did a little bit, but I can, I can certainly talk about this, this and this. And she said, right, okay, I'll put you in touch. So I was then uh, asked if I would put together um, a little course for animation. Um, and at the time, uh, I was thinking, oh God, no, uh, you know, the, the, the ridiculous imposter syndrome going, mm -hmm. why, why should I be allowed to do that? And, uh, you know, um, there are so many other people out there, so many other experts and all of that. And it just took somebody to say to me, for goodness sake, Kate, you've been doing it long enough. You must have something to offer. How do you do what you do? So when you question that, you go, oh, okay, let's drill down into how exactly I find voices. What, What is that? Yeah. So 
I wrote a whole workshop around that and and it was originally a, a well it's it it still is for Birmingham actually a two day workshop um which was actually an in person workshop and I was that was just wonderful because I would I was able to get them to be zombies and warriors you know uh, that might sound odd but it was to do with the fact that it come for me it comes from a physical place um I guess that's my dance training I don't know but mm -hmm. Putting on a, you know, when you see a character, you see something. It, for me, it makes me feel something like as if I was like to try and step into its shoes. How would I physically be? And it's it's the same with the voice box. It's the same feeling in my mouth. It's the same feeling. It's just how to sort of engineer it. So that it was, I was trying to explain that in these various different exercises, which I've, I've honed down to a few corkers um <laughs> and uh stuff that that people really enjoy doing um and it and it it really unlocks it starts to unlock a lot of uh vocal tones and resonances that perhaps they wouldn't ever have, have known that they got or yeah. a different way it's it's all about just thinking it it's it's a different way of thinking rather than i'm going to put on a voice or yeah. i'm going to do this or that or impersonate it's it comes from within it's it's like a feeling so so in, in order to explain all of that, you know, I've, I've, I've put all that into a course. I then realized that, uh, you know, jobs were a bit thin on the ground um, after lockdown. Uh, and, and how could I how could I bring the pennies in, really? Yeah, yeah. But more than that, what can I what can I offer? What can I offer back? Because, yeah, I, I suddenly realized, oh, bloody hell, I've been doing it for 30 years. Uh, <laughs> um, this is ridiculous, but anyway, I've been doing it a long time, um, and so oh, you know, I must. Uh, it would just be really nice to impart just my experience, my experience, and offer it up, because if it if it resonates with somebody else, and if it if it hits the right mark with others, then there's more there's more people spreading the joy and the laughter around, isn't there? Um, yeah, and, you know, and, and, and doing, and doing good work. Um, so that's, that's why I, I, I did it and I do it. Um, and you know what, it is more, I don't know whether it's more rewarding for them or me, because I absolutely love hearing new talent, um, and, and sort of guiding it. I'm really enjoying that bit, actually. The mental uh, because, side of it. Well, yeah, I mean. It, we have in the morning, so the structure is basically in the morning, we do loads of funny, fun exercises, fun, fun, different ways of, of finding different tones and resonances and stuff. And then in the afternoon, they're, they're given two separate scripts and in two groups. Um, and they have time in a professional studio with a professional engineer who also gives him his, uh, you know, input and direction and guidance and tips. Um, all the while, they're, they're working from a, a, a broadcast script um, that, that's been out there, you know, a, a current re relevant one. Um, in fact, they get to, they get to do two different types. Um, and I start to kind of guide them and, yes, direct them. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying the directing bit uh, because it's a funny it's a funny area that because as as an, uh, a voice actor uh, or actor, um, when you're given a line read, which is someone telling you exactly how to do it, I would like you to talk like this. Oh, sorry, you want me to do... I would like you to talk like... Yeah, that's fine, thanks. So that's them, it's not you. 
Yeah. And so it's it's really it's it's so stifling for for an actor to have somebody tell you exactly how they want it and the in the rhythm and the prosody and the hmm. the melody that they want. And so the art really is to try and bring out what they've got and to think it in a different way. That's all it is. Could you think of it this way? Could you, yeah. you make it a bit more up-tempo? Could you, could you and do I suppose this? The, the side of that is that, you know, a bit like in dancing, there is no right or wrong way of doing it. Now, I know in ballet you have very set things, in ballroom yeah. there's very set things. Yeah. The dancing that we do is yes. all freestyle dancing, effectively. So there's no right way of doing it. There are better ways of turning your feet out and rolling yep. through your feet, all of that type of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, we cl I often use the phrase of, is Monet or Picasso a better artist? Well, they're just simply <laughs> different. Yes. And again, having that flexibility that you're giving them and saying, you know, these are good techniques to do. Mm. Now bring you to it. Yes, I exactly. That's the thing to do. Exactly. And and really, that's the whole point, isn't it? You're leading out. You're leading out. You're not teaching and putting it no. on to them. Um, and the thing is, they are they are the masters of ceremony. The, the, you know, what comes out of their mouth is 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 where we go. We go with it. We're like, oh, because it's it's a choice. It, you're you're basically there to make choices of how you want to make this this uh how how you want to tell this story and how you want to enable this character to come through it, now I, I i have the pleasure so i i take my big children so i've got three older children as well we yeah. often go walking different places and i have the pleasure as soon as we get halfway past the country i turn into a classic jeffrey boycott yorkshire man Okay, so that's that's my skill set. I'm I'm not going to give it to you right now because, um, <laughs> but the the one accent I always struggle with more than any other accent in the world is a Geordie accent. Yeah, and I'm not great at that either. And I, I really struggle with that one in South African yep. as well. And I, I, I've heard Michael McIntyre's doing South African, <laughs> and he basically says, as long as you make sure every syllable pre and post it has nothing to do with the previous one, then you can speak South <laughs> African. Oh, I like that. And I, I thought that was quite a good way of, <laughs> a good way of doing it. That's but lovely. What, what's your process? So let's get back to Wendy, for instance. Yeah. You almost picture Wendy in your head and you're mm. in those scenes. You know, how do you go into character? Yeah, well, so it was a gift, wasn't it? Because we, we were able to see the, mm. the, the drawings. We, we were able to see the world um, and see how, how literally where the eyes are set, where the mouth is set, and it makes you feel something. You're seeing that and you're evoking something. That's just the connection between what you're seeing, what you're feeling and what you're thinking and trying to drive the story forward. So it's all amalgamated into that. Um, and then if they people just say, you know, a, a slight northern or whatever, you're you're trying things out, but you're trying it in all sorts of different levels, mm. whether it's a quite a high register or hi hi Bob, you know. So it, it depends on so it, it, it there's a there's a sort of different uh, resonance and there's also a different level. So low, medium or high. And then yeah. you can go all around the houses around those things. But yeah. for me, it's it's melody and it's listening and it's mimicry. Um, I think I probably was born with good ears um, in terms of my processing. Um, and so therefore I can I can I can hear it and then reflect it back. In, in the exact sort of pitch, I suppose. I was going and to I ask about that. The, I think that's what accents are like. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, 
I don't know. It, I, I've just always enjoyed it. I've always enjoyed doing them. I've always yeah. uh, had the ability to do that. Um, but at the same time, there is study involved and there is because they're always changing, aren't they? Well, I was going to ask about the fact of, you know, doing Wendy for however long you did it for. Yeah. Did her voice change at all? Is it oh, exactly I, I the think same it probably now? Did. No, I think it probably did. Um, I think there were, you know, different ways. You know, she probably might have started off quite, quite gentle and submissive, but actually, towards the end, she was pretty much running the roost. You know, yeah. So it, your voice does change as you do that. If, if you know, you've got more important things to say. Yeah. No, Bob. I mean, come on. You know, it's different to. Hello, Bob's Building Yard. Wendy speaking. How can I help? But I suppose in real life we all have those different voices, don't we? You know, if I'm yes. talking to my wife about something, I might be doing something. If I'm on the radio, <laughs> I would always slow down how I'm talking. Yes. Because you need to process what's being said. That's right. Um, whereas in yeah. real life, you often will speak a lot quicker than you realise. Yeah. Um, going back to the workshops, you've you've done them in Birmingham. Where else have you done them? Yes. Well, this iteration is basically me. So I call them my acting for animation workshops. Um, I've done them in London um, at the wonderful sound company who have been so accommodating to me and brilliant. Um, uh, you know, it, it is a it is a fairly high price point for people. Um, but I, obviously I do have to cover my overheads. <laughs> yeah. um, and so that's, you know, I was a bit nervous about that because there are, are you know, plenty of other talented people out there who can teach you um but you know it's not it, it's in person which i think is a nice thing it's it's a lovely journey it's a great day yeah um so you get uh, a fantastic engineer dom uh there um and so the whole the whole process is is just one day of exploration and fun and at the end of it uh i was very lucky enough to to be in um farmageddon as uh, agent red uh, for Aardman animation hmm. and I've, I've been in a, a lot of Sean stuff um, from the beginning really uh, as uh, as Timmy's mum yes <laughs> um, so they were they very kindly put something together for me for my workshops um, that I could I could uh, enable people to have fun working to picture um, and because it is a specific sort of skill I've realized because it, for me it comes naturally I've always done it. You know, I you know turn the celly, te sound down on the telly and just add your own. That's a, yeah. a, another little tip to practice. But it's 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 not as easy as you might think, um, especially perhaps when you've got a time code to work to. Hmm. Um, so you, you you watch the time code coming. You know your bits coming, and then you you know you do your bits lip sync. Um, with lines, it's it's fairly fairly tricky. But with um, being able to sort of take the information in and deliver it back out at the right time mm. um, and actually just be free to express yourself. If you are self-conscious in any way, shape or form, you're, you're a bit doomed. <laughs> doomed, I tell you. <laughs> but, you're all doomed. Uh, you're all doomed. Um, so, you know, it's it's just fun to see and suddenly to, suddenly to see the switch when people get it and they're going, oh, my God, oh, it's brilliant. Can I do it again? Yeah, yeah, come on, um, you know, and they're doing and and <laughs> all these different noises and different sounds and um, and of these little characters, and it just could be a tiny little moment where, say, a skateboarder is is looking at something, going, "Yeah," you know, 
they just got to get it just right. And for, so... the, for the benefit of the tape, there's actions going on here as well, just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great fun. So they they have time to work to picture as well. Um, um, and also after they've they've worked with me, I did. I was wondering about whether to do one to one classes, and and I do offer that now, mm. but only to people who've been to the thing because it's a shorthand then we can work forward from where they were with yeah. me rather than me wanging on about the the ideas behind what I'm trying to teach them, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Um, when they want to come and do maybe um, practice and prepare for, say, a, a self, a, a prepare for a, for a reel. Not that yeah. I do reels. I won't touch that. That's a whole different ball game. Whole um, different and you're, you're based in Bath, aren't you? Yes, I am. So, um, and are you looking for somewhere around here, Bath, Bristol, where? I, I, yeah, I was thinking that would be lovely. Actually, I, I did try to do that, but it, I just, it didn't quite work out. Maybe it wasn't quite the right time. Hmm. Um, but I need, I, I basically need space in the morning, which is, you know, enough room for people to walk around and and be silly, um, and find characters, shall we say? Um, and then in the afternoon, I, I, I need a proper studio, um, yeah. that can house. Uh, five people um if it, if it's four then maybe i would consider making it as a, a, an eight person workshop rather than 10 but um yeah that's that's what i'm looking for and a, and a sound a decent sound engineer that can work with me um that's yeah that's what i'm looking for well so. if anybody knows of anywhere then uh, do email in at studio at radiobath.com <laughs> and i'll pass your details on to kate oh, um, we're you. running out of time kate so um we're going to go to your quick fire round very very shortly have oh. a quick break of music and then we will find <laughs> out what is kate's favorite ice cream she doesn't get access to these questions so that's the first one i'll let you know what's <laughs> oh, your no. favorite ice cream back with kate right after this this is radio bath radio Okay, time for the last bit now with me, Richard Boverson, here with the lovely Kate Harbour today, actor and voiceover artist <laughs> and all of that type of gump. It's time for the quick fire round. So, Kate, I gave you the first question. So what is your favourite ice cream? Salted caramel. Ah, are we, are we talking Haagen-Dazs here? Uh, yeah, I, I say salted caramel, but Cornish clotted cream, sorry. Okay, so we've gone vanilla now. Yeah, I am vanilla, but I am vanilla. I'm really not. But um, I, <laughs> some might say I am. Uh, sod them. Um, <laughs> where's this going? But salted caramel. Thing is, salted anything. Salted I adore. Okay. So I was thinking that, but then no, the best, the best is Cornish clotted cream. Yeah, no, yeah. it's an amazing ice cream. People yeah. often kind of go, I don't want to give the vanilla answer, but can I be honest with you? It's the most popular answer. Oh, right. There you go. So, yeah. Loads of people are vanilla. Right. Next question. Are you tidy or messy? I like to think I'm tidy, but it all goes in drawers and cupboards. What would your husband say? It all goes in drawers and cupboards. <laughs> is this the Monica from Friends moment? And that everything is tidy. And then she opens the closet and just everything falls on top of well, you. You know what? Um, he can't talk because he just it, it he just leaves everything everywhere anyway. And Sorry. then you put it in the cupboards. And then I put it in the cupboards and I can't find anything. <laughs> yes, I like to think and pretend that I'm tidy, but I'm not really. Fair enough. Love or hate roller coasters? Oh, well, I loved them when I was on them. Yeah. When I did it once or twice. That was hilarious. I couldn't walk when I came off. You've not been on them for a while then? No, I did actually go to the one in Blackpool 
uh, oh, yeah. with a wonderful friend, Peter Straker, who played the Phantom in Ken's Ken's mm. Phantom. And we were on that mouse one. Is it a mouse trap? Something? The mouse trap, yeah. Oh my god! And it, it, I'm sure the wheel, as it went, you know, it turned and lifted off. And again, for the ben for the benefit of the tape, Kay was actually <laughs> holding onto her booth then and rocking from side to side <laughs> as if she was on the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty weird. It's pretty weird. Uh, that was scary, uh, yeah. but I think they're yeah. Why not? Yeah. Good old roller coasters. Right, serious question now. Uh, do you hang your toilet roll over the top or behind the back? You want to Either. Neither. Neither, neither. Oh, neither. Okay, go on. Do you no. have a fan then? No, it's just on the side. Just on the side. Fair just enough. On the side. I had my grandmother staying here, you see. Um, she's 104. Wow. Uh, yes, Dodo. Um, we love her. Um, and she was here for uh, her stretch because I share, share the looking after with my sister in Cornwall. And um, basically we had to buy, not just in bulk, but double bulk. So, you know, we were surrounded. There's no there's no finickety toilet roll placing on ro toilet holder. No, it's no. just on the side. Just on the side, ready for access. Ready, ready. Ready for yes. the 104 year old to use as required. Uh, yes, and the two men folk in my household as well. Fair enough. Not saying anymore. That's all we need to move on from that moment. <laughs> uh, do you eat your chocolate from the fridge or from the cupboard? Um, generally from the cupboard, but uh, it's quite nice from the fridge, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I like uh, that. You know, when you get that melting point, it's rather nice. I do tend to finish the evening with a square, just one see, square. Yes, but you see, my husband can't do that. No, he can't do that. He 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 gets the whole bar he's like his dad okay oh woof. so, so he eats the whole bar and you just have the one square left at the end yeah i can just yeah <laughs> no because <laughs> no, i tend to like um dark chocolate you see okay and he likes the milk but um no dark chocolate for me salted caramel or Sal salted uh or raspberry i love now, raspberry i don't know if you've ever spoken to pavel about this but he, mm -hmm. when he answered this question, he was saying about the fact that he often would melt dark chocolate yes. in a pan and make it into a hot chocolate. Oh, like that. Your filth. Yes. Yeah. He got very excited by that, though. How excited. Oh, I made something the other day. It was really fantastic. Go on. Um, I think I watched it on one of those things, you know, um, Instagram or something. Um, and it was uh, frozen raspberries whizzed up with all sorts of things like date syrup and some vanilla and some bits and bobs and some people don't like it but coconut desiccated coconut mm. um whiz all of that together freeze it then melt the chocolate actually it was born uh, oh i'm not supposed to say any kind of you can you can advertise we're a commercial station it's fine uh, not BBC. Uh, it was bourneville because it you know it's a big those big bars you know yeah. so melt it in with a bit of salt kelspreeze um and uh, once the things are frozen up you dunk them in there round they go put them back in the freezer Oh my God! It's just, like it's yeah. it's pure heaven. It's it's like a, a a raspberry bounty bar. And for all other recipes, go to www.etc.com. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> about that. I got rather excited. I'm going to have yeah. one afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> do you have some in your freezer now? I do. You do. You, I, I, I can generally tell you're the most excited you've been all morning. <laughs> is the fact that you're going to go and have one of these after we've finished. <laughs> 
tell me what it's like. I'd, I'd love to see a picture of you eating it, if you can send that to oh, me. Oh, yes. Well, that, that might, be, might be a bit filthy. But, uh, well, look, who's that you're holding up? It's a little pilchard. Oh, it's pilchard. Of course it is. Yeah, it's pilchard. They're all in my booth, you see. And I've got Dizzy here as well. There oh, go. there's Dizzy. Yeah. Yeah. These are, so, again, for the benefit of the tape, these are uh, all little characters from Bob the Builder. Yeah, and, I've got a whole uh, load of Muppets toys. in front of me as well. I really do need to tidy my booth. It's terrible. Terrible. That's okay. Right. Do you make your bed in the morning? Yes. Yes. Why? Very important. It's the first dopamine kick you can get. Ah. Uh -huh. Yes. You You're absolutely correct. And the follow-up question is always, do you have any pillows on your bed? Or oh, sorry, any cushions on your bed, I should say. Yes. One. Oh, just one. Well, two. Ollie has one. I have one. Right. Yes. And why do you have cushions on your bed? Well, actually, it's because... Recently, we got a loft uh, conversion uh, thingy, um, thanks to my uh, late mother. Um, uh, don't start. Stop it. Uh, she, uh, yes, it, we inherited some funds, and we've got the most incredible uh, loft now. And it's full of light, and it's just the best thing that's ever happened to us. It, we are, it's, we're so happy. Yeah. Um, we've got so much more light, um, which is vitally important for various reasons. Um, and it just is, it's just, it radiates. So we, I, I, I just went, oh, can I please? So yeah, got a small little, it's a sort of silvery, you know. You're allowed to have cushions. It's not I know, but they the are bloody annoying, aren't they? You know, well, we, I, I, we used to have more and yeah. both of us got pissed off with them. So okay. we ditched them. But Fair the enough. one, it looks it looks as though we're in control and we know what we're doing. I'm a bit grown up and we've got a posh bedroom. You've done a little bit, but not too much. We have the pleasure of having six cushions on our bed, oh, which, well of course, done. every morning get put back on. And before yes. you go to bed, they just, just get chucked on the floor. Yeah, they have a lovely little journey, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> right. What is your favourite breakfast? Oh, um, oh, my favourite. Oh, it, okay. If I'm going out, eggs Benedict. Okay, good choice. Just yeah, with smoked yeah. salmon. Oh, okay. come on, with a bit of Tabasco. Tabasco is the king. Oh God, yes, hello. Um, but then sort of you know, day to day, sort of yogurt with nuts and a bit of fruit. Uh, but actually, I don't tend to eat it at the moment because I'm doing this thing. Um, I'm having MCT powder. It's, you know um, that people talk about this fatty coffee. No, I've not heard of this in the slightest. Please enlighten me. Well, it's rather marvellous, you see, because you you have um, <laughs> a spoonful of this <laughs> MCT. Uh, Monotriglyceride. Oh, God, I don't ask me. Bless you. Um, it's, thank you. Uh, it's, uh, it's a sort of coconut-based fat. Um, and you put it in your coffee. And right. it keeps you it keeps you going right through till lunch. Isn't it? That, that's what they used to say about that other cereal, isn't it? They keeps did. Wheatabix. Keeps your keeps your hunger locked up till lunch. Wheat. Shredded wheat, I think, wasn't shredded it? Shredded wheat, yeah. yeah. Have, why don't you have a big sort of sugar crash? Why don't you? No. Absolutely. So yeah. Uh, okay. Does that answer your question? <laughs> you know what? I've forgotten what the question was. There we go. I've forgotten who I am. <laughs> uh, what is your go-to, if you had to do it, your go-to karaoke song. Oh, for goodness sake, that's not fair. I can't remember. <laughs> no. Um, I did I did do Sweet Child of Mine once. That was rather oh, hilarious at track. Mandolin's in Bath. That was just wonderful. I really enjoyed that. 
That's a tough I don't song know to if sing, everybody man. else did, but I because I can sing, but you know that's yeah. that's a bit of a reach. It's it's always the uh, whenever I do live lounges once a month, uh, so we get local artists from the whole area and they come in and they perform their own tracks, which I which I love doing. And nice. when they get that question, they always dread it because <laughs> then because the follow up question is often, "Will you give us a quick rendition?" And they always feel you know empowered and they've kind of got to do it to some degree now uh-huh. you you are trained and and yes. so would you give us a little sweet child of mine quick rendition oh my god that's really not happening no okay fair enough um <laughs> <ask the> question, uh... <laughs> i sat i sang with um my my wonderful uh tanya rich who is also an incredible voice artist who you should have on i believe oh. she's also a brilliant coach um uh, so so we had this uh, uh, trio called the Bell Fleurs. Right. Um, and there's a, there's a bit of us on YouTube, I think, um, where we were taking punk rock and metal songs um, and putting them to a swing beat. Uh, and so, um, yes, there were things from, um, never mind, uh, uh, Buzzcocks, uh, uh, what else? Uh, Metallica. Amazing. Uh, so mi- mixing the Ace of Spades with uh, Taking a Chance on Love and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was it, just a joyous to to do those songs and love it. I was the sort of uh, soprano, um, so yes. If you if you want to hear me, go yes. go on there and so have a look. Na- you'll be amused. What was the name of the band again? The Bell Fleurs. The Bell Fleurs. Yes, we did oh. do we did do Glastonbury, and we wow. you know, um, and uh, yes. So we we've we've all been doing our various uh, businesses quite seriously, and so not really had time to you know do various gigs but um yeah we're still we're still there in the background you should still do it it sounds like you would have an amazing amount of fun doing it as we, well we do we do um and uh yes it's uh it, it basically the brainchild of of tanya um and uh she's uh she did a lot of the arrangements um we've had other people do arrangements and things but um yeah we, we do have an album out actually oh okay yes, yes. you never know one of those songs might get played <laughs> oh my god. There's a high yeah, chance that of that as good. well. But uh, <laughs> we will see. Right, favorite TV program or film? Oh, okay. So my film um it has to be The Railway Children. Lovely. Um uh because I used to watch it over and over and over again. Um and so yes, and I know the lines backwards. Um Though don't ask me because I'll probably forget now, you see, okay. when you're on the spot. Um, but yeah, that's my favourite. I couldn't quite work out why I had decided to collect and uh, go to various antiques places to collect uh, the blue willow pattern plates. And then right. I suddenly saw it again. I thought, oh, it's what they've got in the cottage. Of course. There you blue go. Blue willow pattern plates. So there you go. You see, you're influenced by, influenced by your films. You are? Yes. Indeed. Fabulous. Watching two the questions. Vikings at the moment as well with my oh, yeah. my son and husband. We're loving that. Love that. They're too many to mention, really. Yeah. So, yeah. The yeah Vikings and the railway children. Yeah. Ends. <laughs> I think that kind of sums me up a bit, actually. <laughs> right. Two <laughs> questions to go for you, Kate. <laughs> right. If you came back in your next life as an animal, which one would you be and why? Oh. Tough question, um, no. Well, I, I I, have to... Okay, I'm not going to go for the cute one because I basically whale shark. Whale shark? Okay, I haven't had whale shark. No, I, I love them. They are adorable. I mean, okay. just beautiful, aren't they? 
Um, uh, do you know? I don't even know. They're the ones with the big, the big spots on, right? And they are so majestic. Oh, they are just gorgeous. I mean, can you imagine just swimming about with you know and opening and oh, beautiful. Just sounds of it. So basically, you just want to swim around with your mouth open, eating food. Yeah, that's your basic principle. That's it. That's it. And yeah. also singing and and clicking and and communicating with my with my fellow fellow whale sharks. Sounds and, like uh, an amazing thing. We don't right. know what oh, they're last... saying, do we? <laughs> Say again. We don't, we don't know what they're saying. No, yet. we don't. Yet no. is always the answer. To but I'm, I'm fascinated by them. Anyway, I'd, I'd probably shark. kick myself and go, well, why didn't you say, you know, well, cat, Cat's the most popular answer. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, they're, they're very clever, aren't they? But no. They're, they're, they lead a good life. But I'm, I'm pleased with Whale Shark. That's oh, all we'll good. go with Whale Shark. We'll okay. go with Whale Shark. Your last question, Kate. Where is your happy place? Oh, my happy place. My happy place is with my family, my husband, my son. Mm -hmm. Where Wherever we are, we could be anywhere. Just with yeah. them. That's that sounds, sounds amazing. Uh, Kate, thank you so much for coming on today. I hope you've enjoyed it. I have. It's been lovely to meet you. And uh, do you know, I, I'm hopeful to come to one of your classes. Please do come along. Enough. You're welcome. Um, every Thursday you. at Bath Eastern Village Hall. Bath East, um, Thursday, Bath Eastern. Do I need shoes? What, what particular shoes do I need? Um, you can wear anything. We suggest not trainers. That's the trainers. main thing. So, yeah, I mean, I go, I go along in jeans and a shirt. Um, I do have darn shoes, but um, but yeah, something you can spin on as a follow. Something I can spin. OK, yes, I've probably got one of two. Yeah. Yeah. I've, let's not go there. Well, Pavel has said he's going to come along as rude. well. <laughs> so I'll put you, you and Pavel can come along together. He said he's uh, going well, to Well, that would be brilliant. Yes. That so, would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll do a little documentary of you and Pavel doing your first dance night. That would be brilliant. I I'll love come it. Along with a camera. I absolutely adore Strictly Come Dancing, by the way. That's one of my favourite programmes. But yeah. It is an incredible programme. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. I have the pleasure at the moment. Um, so I'm good friends with Mike Edwards, who's Eddie the Eagle. And, oh, uh, fantastic. So, so yeah, I play golf with him all the time. And, uh, yeah, he's on Dancing on Ice at the moment. And, oh, uh, yeah, doing brilliantly well. So, uh, so yeah. Oh, good for him. Um, good for him. So you never know. Dan Strictly might come for you at some point. Oh, I doubt it. I mean, who am I? No, I don't think so. But, I, some, I, you know. They have yeah. some people on there who we've never heard of before. Quite really? Often. You're gone. Yeah. Good grief. Very no, but they so. don't they don't they normally have people who can't who who've never not can't dance. I'm so sorry. I don't mean that. I mean uh, that haven't trained or that, that haven't ha been anywhere near a dance class. Well, you have And I have, which might be a yeah. bit of a detriment because it's very different, isn't it? It it is, but I would say for me personally, I'm you know, I've been a dancer for 25 years myself, to yeah. every day of my life. Um, but I'm not an expert in ballroom dancing. Each of those would be a new skill, but the, I suppose the difference is is that you are in control of your body. Yeah, well, you, one would hope. That's one that's hope what you that. know. I, I am slightly concerned about the knees, but you know, years of that uh, yes. dancing has sort of put paid to that. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, if Angela Rippon, Rippon can do it, absolutely. Wasn't she? amazing she was incredible the, the, just the very last thing for you i had somebody last night at a dance class yeah. angela ripon was quite famous for the fact that she managed to get her leg and her yeah. foot right up on top of her partner's shoulder yes and I had somebody last night i literally took my hat off to them they said because we were talking about dancing and i was talking on stage and they were in the class and they were quite near the front and they yeah. said i can get my 
foot on my partner's shoulder. So I said, okay, let's stop the class. Oh, Show God. me how you do that. Oh, God. You know what she did? What? She made her partner kneel down. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite Brilliant. moments ever. <laughs> class. Hey, nice. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, oh, it's a pleasure. I, I'm definitely going to try and get you back on at some point. There's so much we haven't spoken about. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you again very soon. See you soon, Richard. Thanks so much.